Oh, hi, welcome to the Good Noise Podcast. We're here with Pulses today. Hi, guys. Yes. <laughs> What's up? So, uh, we're going to ask you guys some questions. Um, I'm going to start. Uh, what inspired you guys to start making music? Um, hmm. Well, as like a band or just in like general? Like, as a band. Yeah. As a band. Okay. Um, well,. Well, I want to start out first by saying, like, Kevin and I were huge into playing, like, guitar and rock band. <laughs> so that was a probably a starting point. And, and even before that, we were into, like, Dance Dance Revolution. So we've always been into rhythm games. So that got us really into just, like, music in general. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of, like, the foundation. Um, as for, like, Pulses itself, uh, we got into music because it was my senior year of high school. And we were doing a... Well, they were holding a battle of bands. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was just like, oh, I want to do that before I graduate and everything. Um, So I got, like, two other friends I had from middle school to do it. And then they got busy and bailed on me, like, a week or two before the battle of bands. So I wasn't going to drop out. And then the other uh, people, like, in the competition were just like, no, you can't drop out and everything because you're going to be, like, good competition and everything. So, uh I ended up getting Kevin, my brother, mm-hmm. uh, and David, the current bassist, to fill in for me. And we had a good time with it and did pretty solid, so we just kept going mm-hmm. with yeah. it. And then uh, there was a second one a couple months later. And then Danny is another friend I had from middle school who joined in for that second one. Mm-hmm. And so it was the four of us up until August 2018. Where we had Matt join us because um, we met Matt from a festival that he and a friend of his uh, hold, and it was called Mobile Fest. And we mm-hmm. met him in like August 2016, and then we just kept up with each other. And then two years later, had him join. Yeah, and he was also playing like shows with us, like as rhythm guitar, because Caleb would write two guitar parts, but we obviously couldn't do them both mm-hmm. for people. <laughs> And so he would just play occasionally whenever he was free in, in the area and stuff. So yeah. it just kind of led easily to that since he yeah. like knew all our stuff already and mm-hmm. things like that. So it just made sense. Yeah. That's oh, cool. That's cool. It's a cool origin story. Yeah. <laughs> that's really cool. It's probably the best one we've heard so far. Yeah. <laughs> At least for me. Yeah. That's the best one. I mean, one. I'd agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, Rayanne? Yes. So uh, what's. What's your writing process like? Uh, writing process, I would it usually starts with me, but then after Matt joined, it kind of can come from either of us. Usually starts with the guitar part, and for the most part, we'll like one of us, whoever's like writing a song, or us together, kind of structure it out and get the whole thing through, and then uh, everybody else just writes their own parts on top of it, mm-hmm. like and then. If, like, say, one of us has, like, an idea for an instrument that we don't play, we'll, like, put that down uh, as well. And then whoever's instrument that is can, you know, edit it or they can keep it if they like it or not. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, we're pretty, like, open to it for everybody to just kind of do their own thing, especially now because we've kind of all figured out how we want to do things. Yeah. That's cool. So, and then we trust each other to, you know, do well with their own part. So. Mm-hmm. Generally that at this point. And we also just do a lot of collaboration together. Sometimes we get in the same room and jam out to something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or just kind of, again, help structure it out. Right. Oh, cool. awesome. All right. So what was the first song that you guys, as a band, wrote together? Uh, it was our song, The Appetizer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Wow. That was from like the first EP that we did. Mm-hmm. Um, it really doesn't sound like the rest of it, but, you know, it just was, like, the first go at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that was with the four-piece, but the first song we did as a five-piece with Matt, what was that? Louisiana Persis was the first one that, like, Caleb and I sat down and wrote the parts mm-hmm. together on. Um, the first one that I, I think was finished with me on it was uh, Mavadoriyama, but... The first one that we actually wrote together, because they already had that one written, and I just added to it. Yeah. yeah. The first one that we sat down and wrote, 
I think we did Louisiana Purchase and Plastic Armor like the same night, or at least in the same like weekend or something. Yeah, it was. Pretty but much. I think Louisiana Purchase was first, or at least the first riff of it was first. I just remember at least with Louisiana Purchase that like we had started it one night and then we just kind of left it for a bit. Yeah. But I know Plastic Armor we at least structured out yeah. all in like one night, so that was technically yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's really cool. So we're all stuck in quarantine right now. Uh, what bands have you been listening to lately? Matt, you can go first. Um, I've been listening to the new Inner Shikari record a lot. That's been my main one. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I listen to a lot of like just like lo-fi beats, to be honest. Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, I don't know. What about what? Um, I've been listening to like Blast Draw a lot. Uh-huh. Worship Intro Beats, like a perfect album. Um, been listening to Fall of Troy, okay. Gatsby's American Dream, um, Sleigh Bells here and there. They're mm-hmm. like one of my favorites. Uh, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. It cycles through a lot of old scene records, really. Okay. I listen yeah. to that. The first motionless and white record, just because I hadn't in like forever. Taste. So, yeah, you know, it's yeah. like just random Taste. things. Taste. You know, if it's like on the timeline, oh, well, you were emo in 2010 with when you listen to this and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I don't know. Yeah. Just a lot of old emo records. Thursday. Um, I don't know. Yeah, just that kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say generally the same because I mean, Kevin and I have a very similar taste. Um, cool. But to add on to that, Q and Not You has been a huge favorite of mine. They're out. The first album, especially No Kill, No Beat Beep, has been mm-hmm. just like in rotation consistently for me for like two years now. And it's, it, it's been like a huge influence on me, especially like with newer music we've been writing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then listen to a lot of hip hop. Love Kanye a lot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, listen yeah. to Lil Uzi a lot. Uh-huh. Take finally came out and I was stoked. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Playboy Cardi's been also yeah, in rotation lately. Of course. Yeah, just like just as many different things as I can kind of get my hands on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. I went through the whole the whole Blood Brothers discography the other day. I forgot about that. Oh, cool. that the other day. Cool. I don't know. I need to listen to more stuff now that I have yeah. all this time. <laughs> but I haven't. I feel that. Yeah. Honestly, it's been like getting the album out i haven't really been listening to much because we're like listening and prepping and doing all that for our stuff yeah. it's just mm-hmm. like eats away at my time and then i'm like i don't want to listen to music right now yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I love listening to music but you mm-hmm. know that like last two months leading up i'm just like whatever <laughs> yeah i get that yeah that's fair that's fair yeah so, speaking of how we're all in quarantine, we all have all this time, and I think you've just mentioned it, but are you working on any new projects while you're stuck at home? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we were working on it, especially, like, some of these projects while we were in, like, the mixing stages and everything for mm-hmm. the album that just came out. So, yeah. it's just, yeah. like, we've already yeah. got material for our next thing. Yeah, like, this oh, album wow. has been tracked for, like, since, I don't know, when do we finish tracking, like? November or something like August. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, (laughs) I didn't realize it had been that long. Um, Yeah, it's been tracked for a while. So we've been like writing other stuff. We're going to start tracking. We're doing like a in between albums release kind of thing that we're tracking for soon. Uh, Well, we have one song tracked for it, sort of, partially. But yeah, I'll start drums pretty soon here. Yeah, I'm literally like after this interview, driving down there, handing them. A mic stand. They're handing me one of my guitars, and then I'm going home. So, like, <laughs> so we can, so we can, like, start tracking. Yeah. Um, yeah. They just got their new mic in for that. So, um, I know. Um, like, well, Matt, you can speak on like some of the side projects you've been also doing. Oh yeah. I mean, I've like you've done a lot. Compared I've to done. Yeah. <laughs> I have like, um, I have like solo stuff that I've been working on, but I haven't put anything out. Yeah, that I've been working on the past few weeks, but then I have like a uh, like beat production mm-hmm. kind of project cool. thing. So I've put out one thing for that already, and I have two more 
things for that coming out in May. So I've just been like awesome. doing that nonstop. That's exciting. Which is also probably why I haven't been listening to stuff because I've just been like sitting on my computer on Logic for the. Yeah. But I know I've yeah. been trying to start doing my own little solo project kind of thing. Yeah. I've been wanting to do for a while, so I'm trying to make myself not be lazy and actually start it. I get that. Yeah. And yeah. I'm not a multi instrumentalist, so <laughs> well, we're gonna we're gonna do that mixtape at some point, Kevin. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. We gotta do that. I'm looking but forward to it. He's yeah. also helping me out. Yeah. So I'm trying to have him involved as well. <laughs> awesome. You guys are staying busy. Awesome. Yeah. So aside from uh, music, how else are you staying busy during quarantine? Final Fantasy VII Remake. Oh, yeah. All right. Cool. Like, I've been playing that, like, off and on. Animal Crossing, too. Yeah. Animal Crossing mm-hmm. for me, yeah. Final Fantasy VII Remake came out, and I'm just like, you know, I've been waiting for this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah I don't know. Gaming is always a tried and true thing. Yeah, I know I've been playing Breath of the Wild, like Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild again. Mm. Well, not again, because uh, I kind of just skipped it when it came out. Like, I started it, but never did it because, like, I was, especially when it came out, really busy with school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm just kind of coming back to it, trying to actually finish it out. Um, so what's your favorite part of being in the music industry? Give that to Matt first, because he does a lot more music things than we do. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think I think the two like highlights of it are releasing things. Like this, mm-hmm. these past few days have been incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and touring because that last tour we did was great, and uh, yeah. we just got like a tour like video from uh was sales ahead's photographer um mm-hmm. they were the other band on tour with us and uh i watched it last night we all watched it last night it was just like shit <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, but yeah so those have been like the two coolest thing like just getting to like m- uh, like meet people in a bunch of different places and um like i know like the um jacksonville date of that tour there was like a bunch of people that came out that like knew us and shit and that was cool yeah, um, cool. yeah. Uh, and then like yeah i mean that and then just releasing things and writing stuff like when we finish an idea is always really like satisfying i guess yeah um, but yeah i don't know if you guys want to shit i can i can agree to pretty much all of that and then like yeah just to add on to it kind of yeah the writing process is as tumultuous as it can be it's also very fun. It's very satisfying when you get like a an idea down. I know. Um, um, I, I know for me personally, I'm very goal oriented with writing stuff, and so I usually will have like an idea. For example, with Louisiana Purchase, I told mm-hmm. myself, "How can you come up with writing a post hardcore song and mixing it with New Orleans bounce music?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, just uh, having that idea and then kind of figuring out ways to tackle it and then with it coming out successful is extremely satisfying for yeah. me. Those mm-hmm. are the songs I'm probably most proud of instead of just like, oh, here's a bunch of riffs, throw them together. Oh, this sounds cool. But it's just like, yeah, just pushing myself to come up with these like crazy ideas or whatever and actually working out. Yeah. 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 So I guess go on a different side of it than like these guys did. Um, the best thing I think about being in a band and the band, the way that we are is like, I've been watching bands and going to shows for like years and years and years, Mm -hmm. but to be on the other side of it, like to be on the side of like, okay, people are coming to me that I don't know that are like, yo, your music's great. When that's usually what I do for other people. It's just really, it just makes you think about like the way society works and the way like, like, the hierarchy of things it's like i hate being put on a pedestal Mm -hmm. and so it's just like i it makes me think about like oh well why does you know why do people pay kellen quinn 80 dollars to take a picture with him you know and things (laughs) like that um it it just i'm like a really sociologically focused person yeah so Mm -hmm. it just makes me think of the other side of the coin that people really don't talk about or even think about Mm -hmm. like i think in a grand scheme of things so being in pulses has helped me just like open up and see people 
as different things. So yeah, I get that. Cool. Wow. So we were just talking about, you know, your favorite part of being in the music industry. But what's your favorite part of like making the music? Playing it? Would it be like playing it, writing chords, mixing, or whatever? Not mixing. <laughs> not, <laughs> not mixing. Okay, uh, that's fair. All right. I was not. Like editing, because I did all the editing for the record, at least like instrumental editing. Oh, Matt cool. did a lot of vocal oh. editing. I know he hates that, so I'm gonna probably. Like, I'm 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 learning to like it, but yeah, not. Editing not. is actually very satisfying for me because, like, you know, uh, it's like a puzzle for me sometimes, making imperfections perfect or as perfect mm-hmm. as possible. So, like, when I can think of a roundabout way to like fix something, and yeah. then when it comes out right, then you know, that's very satisfying as well. So that's not my favorite part of this whole thing. Definitely not editing, <laughs> but like, I don't mind it anymore. And I mean, yeah. I, I like the like, from a like production standpoint, I like doing like, like I like making sounds and like adding things to things, like finding like cool samples or like beats to put over things. Yeah. But I just don't like the, I don't like, if someone asks me to sit down and mix a record, it's like, I can do it, but I don't want to. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. what I meant by that. But I like the production side of it. Um, but I don't know. I think writing for me is my favorite. I mean, playing it live is fun too. That's like a close second, but writing is the. the I think for, it's, me. for me, it it is the writing, but like specifically, the the moment when everybody kind of comes together with an idea, and like it's either like so trash that everybody's like, "This is trash," <laughs> getting it out of there, or yeah. like so good that everyone's like why did you even say that or like why does that riff oh that slaps you know like that yeah. moment mm-hmm. when you're just like something happened because we brought it together mm-hmm. that's like, the best part for sure yeah that's cool Absolutely. so when you make music what artists would you say are your biggest inspirations the hardest question <laughs> <laughs> the hardest like... question yeah. um for me it's uh, a lot of people Kanye is like I grew up listening to Kanye. Like, mm-hmm. late registration was like the first record I'd really delved into, and, and regardless of like if I really ally with his public persona these days, yeah. mm-hmm. it's just like I'm not gonna lose those like ten years of like digesting lyrics and yeah, exactly. beats and all that. Um, so he's always just like a core figure. But um, mm-hmm. I guess musically, a lot of like old emo Thursday. Um, Say anything is a great point off. I know Matt would agree. Yeah, say anything is Max Bemis is like um, my biggest so, inspiration ever, pretty much. Right. So to get him on our record is just like, all right, we're yeah. done. Wait, I still no. don't. I, <laughs> I still don't believe that that is real. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it must have been huge. Literally wild. Um, outside of that, though, it's just old funk records. You know, like Earth, Wind, and Fire, James mm-hmm. Brown, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, Post hardcore, it's like everybody wants me to say dance, Gavin, dance, so I'm gonna say it. Um, you know, good, good, good band, I mean. <laughs> yeah, they're like fantastic. They've been around for so long, so many changes. Kurt Travis mm-hmm. is my favorite. I love him. Um, I would say Glassjaw's big. Let Live's huge. Let Live is the whole reason we have a period in our band name. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like they were everything to me, especially being like black focused in in the post hardcore scene mm-hmm. it's like there's not a whole lot of heroes we got so yeah. <laughs> like, i have to like latch on to jason butler and he's like one great person to latch on to he's mm-hmm. like amazing human being and mm-hmm. kick-ass musically too so uh and i need to add on to those because those definitely want you like paul of troy i know for me personally like thomas eric um as a guitarist and then vocalist like he's the reason why i'm doing both vocals and guitar yeah. <laughs> and especially the way i do it so definitely just a huge influence you know we started it, on that first show we did the battle of the bands we covered fcp remix and everything mm-hmm. and then like the second time we did mouth like sideliner missiles so they, their influence has been here from the jump yeah uh, we still play fcp remix live sometimes like we did it for that whole tour mm-hmm. uh, cool. yeah. just because it's always a rowdy one <laughs> yeah I, I think one of the last shows we did before quarantine we were going to do something else and then we were like yeah no, swap it. Because yeah. it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. So there are definitely... Yeah, big one. Um, your influence, Matt, though. You didn't say yours. 
Mine? Oh, yeah, uh, well, I, I mean, Max Bemis is the main one. Um, uh, it depends on what I'm writing for. I mean, like it, like for Pulse's stuff, it's yeah, um, a lot of the stuff they said. Um, like I've been getting into a lot more like older hardcore because of them recently. Mm-hmm. So, um, like Blood Brothers and uh, um, what's the other camera? Orchid's cool, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and then, like, I don't know. I want to say Inner Shikari because they're, like, my favorite band, but I don't think I actually write like them very much. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but I'm What's sure I'm sure it's in there, yeah. Like, I don't... I mean, I always think of it in a way of just, like, influences, especially with us, at least what we try to do for, like, pulses. It's, like, you can draw influence from anything, even if it's not necessarily apparent yeah. in, sonically. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, like, it's still, like, a piece of it, so... I would include that. Yeah, that and then like Lincoln Park's a big one. I'm yeah. Whereas neither of you said that. Yeah. <laughs> I know that's even <laughs> Lincoln you know, Park's one. I can't think on the spot. So no, I know. I know yeah. uh, Lincoln Park's a big one. Slipknot was a big one when Taste. I was a kid. True. Uh, yeah, all that new metal shit. Oh yeah. That was my my uh, whole vibe. Yeah. I will say I, I want to speak for David a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah. I know you. He brings a lot of different stuff to the table more so than, like, well, he's probably the most different from the three of us because we've kind of homogenized at this point. <laughs> well, David has as well, but he has his own thing as well. Oh, he, wait. Issues. What? Oh, yeah. issues. Yeah. Issues. Because you said you said we all homogenized, and I was like, yeah. David loves them too. That's We all yeah. love them. Yeah, that new record was that. Slaps. They blew it up a lot on that. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but uh, he's always come from a kind of like a more progressive and like prog metal mm-hmm. background. Like I know when I first met him in high school, he was like huge into like Rush. And he was he was uh, yelling at me the other day because I said I didn't like Ozzy Judas Priest or something else on that like <laughs> that like bracket thing. He was like, "What do you mean you don't like Ozzy or Judas Priest?" And I was like, "David." <laughs> so he's like he, he's in the especially like periphery, like Trivium, Contortionist, Arrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he likes to try you a lot. Yeah, yeah good live. And kills death grips. Death grips. Death yeah, he does <laughs> love He loves them a lot. Yeah. So yeah, definitely any of those bands from that kind of side of things is where he kind of takes his influences on. Mm-hmm. Especially, I feel like you can see in how he plays bass. So that's always appreciative. Yeah, yeah. that's cool to have. So uh, we did touch on live music a couple of. Uh, questions ago but um what was your first concert and do you think that seeing live music as a whole has um influenced how you present yourself on stage yeah uh first concert was 2010 and um oh philly let's go start off with a festival which is wild i think um it was a really interesting festival too because it was just incredibly varied um, I think the headliners were Foster the People, oh. Girl Talk, Pretty Lights, mm-hmm. and like someone else. But then there was also Rakim, like old hip hop, like way mm-hmm. 80s, like rapper. Krayshawn, when she was like in her peak, Gucci Gucci. Um, Mates of State was like an indie band. Um, who else was there? Yeah, it was just like really weird, like odd collection of people. Yeah. But yeah. It was, it was, it was wild. And I don't think necessarily that one influenced me to do anything live, but mm-hmm. it just makes me, it makes me think about like, I like having a multitude of genres in my, in my day. So I think that's probably like the biggest thing going forward. Um, creation wise was just, you know, I'm going to make whatever I want. I'm not going to yeah. like get tied down to a genre just because someone says I need to be that or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Uh, I want to say my first one, it was, the first one was going to be Linkin Park. I was kind of late also to getting into going to shows and everything. So this was going to be their Thousand Sons tour oh, yeah. in 2011. But yeah. then Chester like broke his uh, wrist or something. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, rest in peace. But yeah, <laughs> he like broke his wrist or something. So they canceled like that show and a couple of yeah. you. So yeah, that was going to be my yeah. first one. Yeah. And what ended up being my first one, I think, was A Day to Remember mm-hmm. and Rise Against in 2012. Yeah. 
So, and that was cool. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. say that that was like specifically one that influenced me to like play live music. Mm-hmm. But you know, that was also a cool experience, especially like as uh, first one, so especially at the time. I still like them a lot, but I love that they remember. Uh, trying to think if there's any other specifically that kind of was just like, yes, I have to do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I get that pretty much every time I go to a show. I don't know why specifically this one is jumping out, even though this is like after we already started playing live. Yeah. But mm-hmm. when Paul Troy did their doppelganger 10 year tour, yeah. where they played the whole record, that like will yeah. always be a highlight in my mind. Of, being like yes this is what i want to do and like especially how wild they are mm-hmm. and how like nothing is necessarily perfect in their live show because especially with how difficult the music is for them to play yeah. but mm-hmm. it's just like it, their influence on me is more so of, like i would rather have an energetic show than a perfectly well executed show I get that. Yeah. yeah yeah that makes sense yeah, yeah. i like that um for me i went to a bunch of concerts like with my parents before i started getting like into music but the first one that like i chose to go to mm-hmm. was metallica i think oh all right um i was nice. like i was like the metal kid in like middle school and high school and then got into all the emo stuff late but um mm-hmm. it was like metallica machine head and sword i think i don't remember um but uh that didn't really do anything for me but uh it made me want to play shows but it didn't like do anything for me like uh stage presence wise or show etiquette wise or anything but yeah ones that did were probably like the chariot and honestly a bunch of local bands that i used to like once the thing that made me want to start a band was going to uh this local like church venue show that was Mm -hmm. like bunch of like christ core bands and like um i was just like oh there's people like around here that are my age that are doing this cool i want to do that so then i started various terrible bands um and uh (laughs) but yeah though i don't remember what they were called but a few of them i know like blow the martyrs was one of them and they like used to like throw their instruments in the air and everything and i was like well i'm not gonna do that but i'm gonna do everything yeah. else that they do because <laughs> like yeah. um but they got it from the chariot so it all stems. it's it's the chariot the chariot <laughs> when you when you say christ core do you mean like metal like, core but with yeah, christian influence yeah yeah, yeah. like i've never yeah. heard that before that's <laughs> like trying to be the devil's prada and and mm-hmm. under oath basically um, wow, I yeah. I never would have put those two together. I didn't no. know that existed. Oh yeah, genre. It was a whole like that. Yeah, like two thousand eight to like two thousand like twelve. It was like, I mean, you had Doors Prada, Under Oath, mm-hmm. uh, For Today was a big one, even though they were kind of not good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, Memphis Mayfire, kind of the same thing. Uh, but all those, you know, Attack Attack was one. Uh-huh. Call Morale. Yeah. Call Morale. Wow. Um, of Mice and Men's first record, I think. Yeah. Uh, then they all stopped doing it. Oh. Yeah. They've all moved yeah. on. Yeah, they're like, this yeah. isn't cool anymore, Better so we're going to not do this anymore. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's fair. But especially because it got to the point where, like, some members will come out and be like, yeah, I was never actually Christian. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing. It's like, it might have been like half yeah. of the bands yeah. were members just like... of the band that were actually Christian. And then one yeah. of those two members was just like, yeah, I'm Christian, but I don't like follow it like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I know like yeah. the Devil, with the Devil Wars Prada, like they've changed members so many times. I think they only have like three original members now. And mm-hmm. the, they've said in interviews, they're like, yeah, the only one of us that's actually a Christian is Mike and he's like this weird offshoot of it that's completely different so we don't even it, that doesn't even really count anymore yeah. and yeah. I'm just like alright whatever that works yeah yeah I don't know but yeah that was the whole thing that was for wow. a minute there was thanks for telling me about it because yeah. I literally have never heard yeah. that yeah it, it, it was a time it was a time yeah. for sure yeah. sounds you know yeah um, so we were just talking about shows. So so if you could go to any show, past or present, what show would you go to and why? You know the one, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So the one, because it's like, there's, 
I think the two sides of the question is one show that I want to go back to that I didn't go to, and one show mm-hmm. that I want to go back to that I did. The one show that I want to go back to that I didn't go to was the Squash the Beef Tour, Dance Guy and Dance, Tides of Man, Emma Rosa, of Mice and... No, uh, no. of Machines. Yeah, machines. And wasn't it of mice and of mice and men? Yes, it was. Yeah, that yeah, was. Yeah, Emerosa, Dance Gavin Dance, Tides of Man, of mice and men, of machines, all peak bands, all super mm-hmm. important to me right now. Uh-huh. And like it was Dance Gavin Dance with Kurt, which was great. It was mm-hmm. Emerosa with Johnny, even though he's a shithead. Um, <laughs> and it was Tides of Man, obviously with Tillian. And it's just like if I could hear all three of them, mm-hmm. that you know, in their bands at the time would have been great. Yeah. yeah. Um. But one show that I want to go back to, um, probably I would also go back to that Fever show again. We yeah. saw Fever three 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 in a basement in a cafe in DC, yeah. and it was just like this is where I want to see them in mm-hmm. this small space, mm-hmm. no yeah. festivals, like this this little basement, and mm-hmm. it was great. So. Yeah, and it was like thirty people or something in there, so it was oh, just wow. like they were like in in the shit. Like I always remember, especially like uh, for, like the ending of their last song, all three of them, like including the drummer, brought his drum kit out, put it in the center of the whole space, and mm-hmm. they just like finished the rest of it, and it was the most like cathartic moment I have ever felt <laughs> at a show. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's so, really cool. I- I'm gonna say those both because I'm lazy. That's fine. <laughs> they were good. Yes, mine yeah. would be. That fever. I wish I could have gone to that fever show. That would be one of them. But uh, I didn't go to the Dance Gavin Dance tenure because I didn't listen yeah. to them yet, mm-hmm. and I missed that. Um, that would have been cool. Uh, I would go back to any of the Enter shows I've been to because those are the best shows ever. Mm-hmm. Like, they are the best live band I've ever seen. And going back to that other question, dumb. They've influenced how I play live for sure. Um, <laughs> Yeah. I'd go back to that or that say anything uh, two night thing where they played oh, yeah. like three albums because mm. that was one of the best shows I've ever been to. That's ever. cool. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Mm. Um. <laughs> what are your top three songs to perform live? Like. Ooh. Yeah, top three. Losing a purchase is up there because mm-hmm. people know it now and it's fun. Like, uh, uh, we haven't played any of the new stuff really except for three of them. So, but all three of the new ones are fun mm-hmm. that we've done, which is uh, Losing a Purchase, Classic Omerit, and Exist Warp Breaks. Yeah. Okay. I feel like Exist Warp Breaks will be really fun now that people know it, but people didn't know yeah. it when we played it. Yeah. Yeah, that that one's a very like you have to have crowd interaction somewhat to be able yeah. to do it justice. So I like playing untitled. Out, people will get into it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like playing untitled. I like playing um, something serious. Mm-hmm. Those are probably the other two, I guess. Yeah, yeah for me, it's something serious. Um, probably you already know. Yeah, yeah. that's fun. Um, Louisiana Purchase, yeah, it's up there. Like, yeah. it's one of my tiring songs, like, on drums. Like, that chorus beat really gets me. Um, mm-hmm. But it's it's fun, because the reaction is always good. Yeah. So, it used to be, like, What's Good used to be my one of my favorites to play, because everybody would, like, go nuts, which was weird for me mm-hmm. when we used to play it a lot. We still play it, but... We'll probably I, know that's, play. I know that's David's favorite. Yeah. <laughs> that's David's least favorite. David <laughs> He's tired of playing it. We've been playing it literally like since we started playing shows. So yeah. like yeah, I'm kinda like off that. But it yeah. always works and you know, he always gets into it when it's like yeah. happening. Mm-hmm. But he's like always bitching about it like right before and right after he was like, Man But then like he's the one that'll go into the crowd with his bass since he's like wireless and, like, I think that yeah. I think he does that because he hates playing it, so he's like, I'm just gonna I'm gonna have fun with it. <laughs> yeah. I have to make myself enjoy this. Uh let's see. Yeah, uh, Louisiana Purchase, definitely. I love that song, like, generally. And then playing it live has been very cool mm-hmm. reactions. Um, you already know is as well. That was, a, like, for that one, 
Well, that one's a very personal one for me, so I always like that one. And we kind of stole how we do it from Fall Out Boy. Mm-hmm. With, uh, Fall Out Boy ends every set of theirs on Saturday, mm-hmm. and Saturday is my favorite Fall Out Boy song. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you already know is how we closed every Pulse show since like 2016. Oh, that's so cool. Wrote that's it. cool. So, yeah. Do you say Fallout Boy? Yeah. <laughs> Fan emerges. Said Fall Out Boy. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> when Fallout Boy is like one of the best bands. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fall Boy is my favorite band. Yeah. Wait, yeah. they're actually your favorite? Yeah. I, have si- I have over 6,000 plays. Oh my god. That. What do you expect? Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, Fall Out Boy is one of my earliest absolute earliest favorite so it's just like they they always i don't know why i didn't say that necessarily like influence wise but yeah they're one of the reasons why i got into like rock music in general mm-hmm. yeah i yeah. come from a very hip-hop r&b background when i was a kid and mm-hmm. park and fall out boy were the first bands i got into too. Yeah. so awesome do you have a favorite album by them by any chance i know this is like off topic but i'm really curious. no you're good yeah. uh, i will talk about fall boy as much as i talk about myself uh, <laughs> i would say take this to your grave is probably my favorite oh, yeah. but okay yeah all you do is like right behind oh that. yeah yeah oh yeah like, definitely immediately yeah. behind all yeah, you do best album honestly yeah. that's fine yeah. if anybody's like no <laughs> folio do's number one i'm like yes you're right too yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much goes from like yeah because I have the same opinion. Like, this year game is my favorite, but I know that that one is that one's also more of a like very nostalgic and a lot of good moments for it. But I mm-hmm. feel like musically and ambition wise, fully it was their best. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, they're gonna get mad at me for mine, so I'm not gonna yeah. die it. No, say it. <laughs> say it. Get mad. Mine's, like infin- mine's infinity on high, but they're like, that's oh, that's I, like, so valid. Yeah, that is. Very I like him. So good. <laughs> It is. Infinity on high is great. It if is you great. pick any any pre like hiatus fall boy record, yeah, agreed. I'm not yeah, gonna... agreed. Agreed. Yeah. 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 And I'm, it's great. not that I'm like oh. hating <laughs> post hiatus fall boy. Technically, it's like mm-hmm. it, I enjoy music. Save Rock and Roll was good. The yeah, next good album. I'm not a fan of, but it, like mm-hmm. I've always loved Fall Boy because one, they do still play Saturday Live at the end of every show, mm-hmm. and that's like honestly incredible to me that they still, yeah. even after getting like all these new fans that don't even have any idea what that record is, mm-hmm. they're still doing mm-hmm. it. So they're still doing what they want to do, and that's all that matters to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's valid. I, yeah. I get that. Cool. Um, Wild Boy merch I own is insane. <laughs> <Anyways>. <laughs> <laughs> Ran out here flexing. That's true. I have a, fall- I have a giant Folia Do poster right over my bed. <laughs> directly over <laughs> and my backpack for school is is fallout boy it's fallout wow boy. it's all fallout nice. boy, it's fall out boy. Yeah. everything it's is fallout boy. boy everything's fallout boy <laughs> whenever i wear a fallout boy shirt and i go to school with my just a fallout boy like advertisement all right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> walking billboard yeah, yeah. so uh, yeah basically <laughs> um so getting back on topic follow-up was yeah. cool but getting back on topic um what is your what would be your dream venue to play in Ooh, dream venue. Dream venue. any venue and any venue ever any venue like you know you've made it when you've played that venue mm-hmm. hmm. well that's slightly different as well because it's like some in some aspects like there's a difference for me in dream venue wise on There's knowing tears. how it versus yeah. what I just want to do. Uh-huh. I know for me personally, I'm I like smaller shows. Yeah. So yeah. it's just like oh I could say I know I've made it if I play like Madison Square Garden. Yeah. But I don't I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So I mean if if I know I I will say I've made it if like one of the venues around here or the Fillmore if I played like a Fillmore or a House of Blues somewhere, mm-hmm. then I feel like that will have made like, it. Like, as for like a venue I want to do, is like I've heard very good things about like Ace of Spades mm-hmm. in California. Would love to play out in California. 
Chain reaction would be cool. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was waiting for one oh, of you guys. Yeah. Chain reaction. Oh, yeah. Chain reaction. That, that's like, yeah, that's it's a small venue, but, but it's, it's like iconic. California and yeah. Virginia. So yeah. if we got all the way over there, that's when I'm just like, good. <laughs> yeah. 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 I want to play the TLA really bad just because yeah. okay. I went to school in Philly for four years and I went to the TLA more than any other venue when I was up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that would be sick. As, like, the equivalent to, like, what Caleb said with, like, the Fillmore or, like, any of those. Like, that would be the TLA for me. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But then, yeah, like, Ch- Chain Reaction or any of, any, like, small, iconic venue. Yeah. Like, yeah. If I could still play somewhere tiny, but, like, also be able to be like, hey, I played this place that and everyone everybody knows. knows yeah. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's cool. I don't think it exists anymore, but I, the Masquerade in Atlanta. They, they moved it. They oh, my moved God, it. I've been there before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that'd be sick. Yeah. I saw set it off. It, it's play. such a good venue. <laughs> yeah, that's good though. But yeah. like, can I wait? This is this is a, it's a little off topic. But <laughs> have been hell or purgatory? Um, I've seen a lot of. There's third on the masquerade. I've seen yeah. a lot of good videos from the hell um, section, mm-hmm. and so I probably would pick that as like a favorite. Mm-hmm. But I do want to play the heaven one for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'd be fine with that. It is very nice. So. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Ram. Wait. Yeah, Ram. Cutting out a little bit, but let me. Let me. So we like to do this thing where we get a question from the last person or band we enter. This is a question from it on. And it's uh, should it's emoji? Yes or no? Did you guys oh, catch wait, any? Say of it that? again. You cut out. <laughs> Just say the question again. Say the Did question I cut again. out? Yeah. yeah. Oh great! Oh great! Did you guys hear who I said again? <laughs> it's like every other word. <laughs> you yes. just, oh, you're just, great. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. And then now it was. Fun. I don't know why my computer's doing this right now, but um. Do you want me so, to take it? This is a question from Dacian, sorry, Miron, <laughs> and it's okay. Do you guys get that? <laughs> 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 that yes. Yeah. Because yeah. this isn't working out. It's clear now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we lost. Oh, really? really? Right. Yeah, it's clear right now. Yeah, yeah, we got it. <laughs> Everything's cutting out. This is horrible. I heard that though. Yeah, we, yeah, we got it. Yeah, we got that. Okay, so I'll ask the question you while I answer <laughs> to figure it out. So we got the question. Okay. Doesn't matter where we got the question from. We tried to get over that. Uh, should 2000s emo come back fully? Yes or no? 2000s emo. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Parts of it. I agree. Yeah, parts of it. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Not fully. Yeah. Like, I could go real fake deep with the response, but I don't know if I really want to. Bro, if it comes back, if it comes back hey, in the form no, of, I can say it. if it comes back in the form of like Machine Gun Kelly covering Paramore, I don't oh, want it. Sweet Lord. Oh God. Oh wait, no. Wait. No. No. Let me. So our good friend Glory here. No. 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 The Bro. Machine Gun Kelly cover, we talked about it. Okay, and she said okay, live okay. on air no, that no, it I was better not. than the original. She did. <laughs> okay, okay. In my defense, in my defense, I simp for Machine Gun Kelly. Okay. Well, firstly, that's the one thing. Second second part, I haven't heard the original in like two years, and then I heard it like right after, and I was like, oh, this is garbage compared to me. So I took it back. Okay, fair enough. That's 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 all I had to say. I respect that's, it. Um, yeah, no, that's, that's, that's fair. That's it. <laughs> yeah. So, no. I was just like, bro, my two worlds are crossing over. And I was like, man, this is so good. And then yeah. it, it wasn't. Yeah, so. yeah. But no, I mean, like, I, I, I if it comes back in, in more of a true-to-form kind of way or, like, mm-hmm. something that's actually interesting, I'm cool with it. But like, I'm not really into the whole, like... Machine Gun Kelly making emo songs or like Youngblood yeah. kind of oh, like yeah, wave. No. Oh, yeah. Not, not. Mm-hmm. 
I think it's just like if it want if it's gonna come back, it needs to adapt with the times. Mm-hmm. Like, Definitely. Yeah. It can't come back exactly doing the same thing that they mm-hmm. were doing. It just like needs to be updated in some way, and that's for whoever band wants to tackle that. But yeah, I think that's kind of like. I, on the one hand, it's like it needs to be updated, but on the other hand, I'm like I don't like a lot of the updates. Yeah. So it's yeah. like update, but better. Like update, yeah. but not yeah. the Improve. way it's being updated. Yeah. 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 Different. So, in some ways, it is being updated in, in cool ways, but yeah. in other ways, not. So I don't know. Yeah. I think oh. like a lot of the values, or well, not a lot of the values, because some of those values were trash, but like some yeah. of the like creative values of 2000 Zemo was a lot better and I don't think we'll ever really be able to recreate it because like we live in an age now where everybody can do whatever the fuck they want musically as far as creating it we exist because of that like Pulse exists because of that so it's just like in 2000 Zemo you know not everybody had Logic Pro on their computer and not Mm -hmm. everybody had you know mic set setups for drums in their basements and you know, not everybody had all these producers at their will and what have you. You know, being able to work on records, like, with top-notch people and things like that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, we'll never get back to, like, 2000s emo trying to, like, figure things out while not having the technology to do it. But then they try to do it anyway, and then boom, here they are, they blew up. You know, yeah. because yeah. someone put them on and they blew up. But now it's just like, I can just tell Zuckerberg, yo... I'm going to spend $200, put me in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. And like that also works now. Yeah. So yeah. it's just like some of the values just cannot happen anymore. But I think a lot of the creative ideals of 2000s emo should mm-hmm. come back for sure. Yeah. Because yeah. some people are kind of losing their like sight of what they're doing and why they're doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, to slightly add to that, it's just like, I feel like back then it was just like, what can we do to make this music like the weirdest it can possibly be? Like, what can we do that'll just be fun to do? Yeah. Like, I remember I I listened to an interview recently that Caleb Shomo did, and he was talking about Attack Attack, and he was like, yeah, we literally did everything on that first Attack Attack record because we thought it would be funny. Like, (laughs) all those, like, synth breaks, all the auto-tune, everything was because we thought it would be funny. Mm -hmm. And now it's just like... It, I feel like it has shifted more to what is going to get us like streams. Yeah, it's so, like what, what what can my Patreon subscribers like gain yeah. from what I'm doing? Yeah, how best I can get on a Spotify playlist and mm-hmm. things like that. And it's like, yeah. well, that's all good and well. Everybody got to get paid, but yeah. like, I think some of the some of the heart is lost when you kind of chase the sure. machine, and that's the fake deep quote of the day. Yeah, <laughs> it's very. It's very insightful. Right. Thank you for that. Yeah, I, I think another part of it is just like everybody wants to act like they're bigger than life personality. Mm-hmm. And I feel like people just need to kind of humble themselves. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like act like normal people. But you're just a person that just happens to just make music. And that's just what you do for a living. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? It kind of goes back to what Kevin was saying before about like don't, don't put people on a pedestal. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. And I feel like, yeah, that's just an issue that happens, I feel, with, like, especially some of the revival artists. And then this was even a case in, like, 2000s, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I don't want that coming back. But I feel like there were a lot more humble people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, and the ones that weren't got called out. Like, oh, Kellen yeah. Quinn yeah. for that $80 yeah. Polaroid thing. Like, and then you got Ollie Sykes over here calling him a cock star. So it's like, yeah. You, like, yeah. You, you know, you... People got called out for things that they did that were dumb back then and now it's just yeah. like everyone just, yeah everyone's just kind of cocky every day but. yeah <laughs> so where do you guys see pulses in the next five years or where do you hope to see the band in the next five years um preferably in a not basement studio um <laughs> maybe in a band house studio yeah, <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, legitimately i don't know because i don't know where i'm going <laughs> in five years yeah. like yeah that's fair i'm old <laughs> and a lot of people <laughs> don't realize that like i'm older than most of the guys in the band and mm-hmm. so i'm turning 30 this year so oh, wow. to me for me to think about being 35 
scares mm-hmm. me. And I don't yeah. even care about <laughs> what I'm going to do when I'm 35. So mm-hmm. Pulse is at 30 or at Pulse is at 10 years. That'll be 10 years of Pulse by then. Mm-hmm. And I just really just hope that we're still doing it. Like, that's yeah. literally all I can say. Yeah, like, I was just going to say I'm like literally existing yeah. in whatever yeah. capacity that may be. It's like I would, if we in five years were doing this, like, full time, this was like our thing. That would be great. That would be ideal. Yeah. But if it's not, and we're still doing it in any capacity, I'll still be just as happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like if we play that Falls Church VFW in five years, I'm mm-hmm. good. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, ideally, yeah. I, I would hope that we could evolve past that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you know. But like, I just like doing this. So yeah, you know. yeah, that's that thing, I know one of our biggest goals as a band has literally just been self act self-sustainability being like for example that's why for this second record we've tracked everything recorded everything ourselves and sent it to our friend josh unit to mix so it's just like we wanted to do this so that we could get ourselves to be able to just like have it in our home record a song and put it out whenever we want to and at any time so like and then again going back to self-sustainability i don't know (laughs) <laughs> but uh yes just have the whole thing self-sustainable and it's just like for example if i had never could play a show again i'd be super upset mm-hmm. but that's not my main thing it's just like being able to just put out music is the main goal and yeah. just basically hopefully in five years we'll just be able to still be able to just do it all we put out a record any money we get from that record goes right back into making another so yeah just doing that yeah which i mean we're on our way to being able to do because like that's what we're talking about like we have other things planned already like for after this like Mm -hmm. we've we've already tracked a bunch of stuff for like just one off like little like here's a few songs things and stuff so like we're hopefully going to be able to like put out a few more things this year because we can record it ourselves now we know we can record it ourselves now and Mm -hmm. you know like send it to somebody to mix or like Caleb's been learning mixing and stuff so like you know yeah just furthering that along and then yeah like the band house thing is something that we're planning on doing within the next like few months whenever we can leave our houses yeah <laughs> cool. yes. yeah yeah so we're gonna shift completely away from music for the last <laughs> couple questions okay. and yeah. go into uh, death row death so, row um if you guys were on death row, what would your last meal be and why? Oh my god, you're cutting out now. Am I cutting out? <laughs> yeah. You're good enough. Well, we got the question. Yeah, last meal? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Oh, man. Awesome. Uh, I need to go watch that one video of Serial say, Killer last meal. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was going to be a dickhead and be like, oh, well, we're technically not switching away from music because death row record. I would be on death row record. Yeah. Not that's really. what anyway, <laughs> that's a dumb joke. Really, really fucking bad joke. Anyway, um, last meal, probably <laughs> chicken and waffles. Chicken, oh, taste. Yeah. I mean, I'm vegetarian, but like, if it was my last meal, I'm, I, get I'm some vegan, there. vegan, what, like chicken nuggets or something. Oh, no, you, you, you don't want to do that. <laughs> you don't want to do that. <laughs> so, yeah. Sorry, Shane. Hey, don't blame me over here. Yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, chicken waffles. It's good. Chicken and waffles. Yeah. You got anything, Matt? I'm gonna just go with the, the big ass steak. Oh, All so, right. wait. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Fucking taco, though. <laughs> All right. Wow. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. The whole menu. The whole, the whole oh, yeah, entire menu. The entire I feel menu. Like. Eat the menu. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. the awesome. menu. Just serve me the menu. Yeah. Exactly. Just the menu. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know me. You're gonna have to clean me. Clean my bowels. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, Ryan. Are you with us, Ryan? Are you here? In spirit. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Glory, you can ask it. Yeah, I'll take it. Okay. So, if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? Like movie, TV show, book, wherever. Pokemon. Mm. That would be it. 
That'd be boring because, like, if I said something like, "Oh, I'd love to live in the MCU," I'm not trying to die in New York. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, ex- yeah. That's why I didn't pick like Star Wars or something. It would be Pokemon because that would be like, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna yeah. die at least. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. yeah. That'd yeah. be pretty good. Yeah, that would be it. Three <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to pick something different so we don't all mm. just say Pokemon. Yeah. Um, I mean, but Pokemon's good though. Yeah. I haven't heard that answer yet. So. Yeah. That really. Is a new one. That yeah. Is a new one. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one. Um, I play too many like. You could, say, you could say Animal Crossing, but then you're just in debt. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> no. But see, the thing is, it's like yeah. I've seen a bunch of people tweet about this. You are in debt with no interest. You don't, yeah. you could just literally live in debt. For the yeah. like entirety of your life, you just yeah. have this house. You can't ever upgrade it, so okay. it wouldn't be that bad. I'm gonna go with that. Animal okay, Crossing. Animal Crossing. Okay. That's a good one. Right. Wholesome. I want to yeah. live in the world wherever rock band takes place. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Constantly. Rock band, yeah. A guitar hero, and you start a band mm-hmm. with no audience. You're guaranteed to progress to like. Madison Square Garden. <laughs> yeah, yeah. By playing, like, by playing, like, like shitty songs. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That That's a good one. That's actually thinking outside the box. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't heard that one either, yeah. yeah. Alright, so this is the most important question, and probably the hardest question we're going to ask you for the entire interview. Yeah. What is your favorite color? Purple. Purple. Actually purple? Yeah. Any specific shade of purple? Yeah. Like a lilac, um, like uh, generally royal, like royal purple. Oh yeah, purples. But I do like a good periwinkle. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and like a slate gray that's like mm-hmm. got like a hint of purple in it. It's like yeah. even like less than periwinkle. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. three purple. See, that's very easy for him because he's like graphic design. Yeah, my eyes. Oh, go ahead, kill. I know, well, purple has been a favorite of mine, but I know from when I was young, blue was a favorite of mine. Mm-hmm. I really liked uh, sky blue. I like shade-wise. Oh, yeah. I also like that, like, mix. Not like a straight blue. Not sky mm-hmm. blue, necessarily, but, like, in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah, know yeah. where that is? Maybe cyan? Cyan, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, but that's kind of, like, that's Turquoise. really light. It's, like, almost green. Yeah, not yeah. necessarily green, but, like... Yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah. well, it's like slightly brighter than the standard blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I get you. Yeah, yeah, it's like closer to cyan, but not really. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I don't I like think I don't have a name for that blue. Right now. <laughs> I like they like know. a really, a really the hex values of the blue. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> However, we will probably name a song six F six zero because that's black and white. Oh, Ooh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoilers. Yeah. Mine would be, like, either, yeah, like, a really light, like, faded kind of purple, or... You do it, wow. You're this exact it. orange. This exact orange right here. Oh, that's a nice orange. That's a hot that's, orange. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a very nice orange. Yeah, 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 it's like, if you brought out that green guitar, I was going to slap you remotely. <laughs> you want me to bring out that green guitar? I can bring out that green guitar. Oh, no. ugly, though. That thing is oh. ugly as hell. That shit is just covered in stickers. <laughs> well, I literally, I literally got this like really. A tr- Hold on. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> yeah, now you have to show it. It's the most disgusting bar. See, I'm scared. I'm gonna like it now. I got this really. got this really atrocious guitar. Um, Wait, no, that is. Oh well, the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, listen, listen. So I'm trying to find something I like. Yeah, no, that's the same. Um, but it's I got it because the color for this album cycle was green, and yeah. they weren't that expensive. So I was like, I'm gonna get one and just use it for some video or something. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not my favorite color, but it's 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 here. It's, it's like the green kinda... isn't bad. Yeah, it's no. just like it's a little, it's a little oh, off-putting. It's yeah. like a little whoa. Yeah, it's a, it's yeah. it's yeah, yeah. It's green, purely green color. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just know for me personally, I can't stand Jackson guitar. So when you got that, I'm just like, man, fuck you. I like <laughs> I like Jackson's. I don't like that shape at all. Yeah. I think it's like terrible. But that's why I wanted it. 
because I wanted something completely ridiculous. So. Yeah, okay. something else stand out. Yeah, I but I do it. like Jackson's stuff. They make some mm. good guitars. Right. But, uh, that's all the questions we have for you guys. Yeah, that's so, it. Um, oh, thank you. Uh, do you guys have anything you want to plug? I know you guys just dropped an album. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. yeah. Speaking into existence. Um, listen to that if you like it. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> About it. All right. Yeah, I mean, hit up the socials. Come talk to us. I mean, we try and be as responsive as we can with everybody. You know, we're always appreciative of uh, anybody that takes the time to listen to us. So we want to make sure to give ample time to respond back to anybody yeah. that wants to give us their time. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. You guys are like you lightning quick when you responded to us i think that's yeah. the quickest that we've gotten a response like i dm'd you guys and i was sitting here with glory and like two seconds later i'm like oh they got back to us already she's like shit yeah that's bad never mind yeah uh, <laughs> i got what you were saying though. yeah yeah i, mean, I like, yeah. Like, yeah. I read lips a little bit yeah okay yeah same, same. okay 